Miami Heat going to the Eastern Conference Finals. We realize that the job's not finished. But once again, I like our chances. On my grind, I work hard. Lord, and we bold till I'm missing the the Boston Celtics advance to the Eastern Conference Finals. It means we gotta get over that hump. Can't be satisfied. Jason Tatum with a masterpiece. The emergence of a superstar. They call him Jimmy Buckets. Doing the impossible, too incredible. Get it, get it, get it, get it. They're not gonna back down, they're not gonna give up. We're not scared of nobody. It's us versus everybody, and that's the mentality we have, and that's the mentality we're gonna keep. Thinking about it, thinking about it, trimming about it. Jalen Rose, I am David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What, what up, is no. it that we do? We get a people. Get what they want. The people want Eastern Conference Finals Game One, and that is what they will get tonight to get you ready. We'll preview it, and we have Boston rapper Millie's to talk about the Celtics. But first, let's focus on the Miami Heat. They have been led by Jimmy Butler during this playoff run, as they were in the past. Jalen. Can Jimmy Butler keep it rolling? Now I'm going to show you how the East Coast rocks. It's the conference finals, David Jacoby. And you remember Jimmy Butler when he decided to leave Philadelphia because they invested in Tobias Harris and, in theory, Ben Simmons. Many people felt like that was a poor decision, not only by Philly to let him go, but they thought it was a worse decision for Jimmy to end up in Miami. And a couple of words that we haven't used over the last couple of seasons are actually refreshing for the league. One, low management. Not hearing that much anymore. Two, super teams. Now, that has always had a negative connotation, for example, when KD went and joined the Golden State Warriors, right? And Mm -hmm. so now, this homegrown, in theory, Miami core, because you know why I call them homegrown? Because eight of those players are undrafted. Wow. Eight of those players are undrafted. Do you know their starting backcourt was Gabe Vincent and Max Struess? And the latter gentleman outplayed James Harden. And he's not Jimmy Butler, who was terrific scoring, getting steals, playing physical. How about Bam defensively? The fist that he was giving Embiid, being physical with him. Embiid just didn't have his legs, just continued to end up on the floor. And then they got out in transition. Tyler Hero, the sixth man of the year. So, like, having home court advantage, number one seed versus number two seed, this is only right. This is only right. We get a chance to see two top-level teams defensively who are both going to talk a lot of the same lingo. You're going to hear the heat culture and toughness and discipline and sacrifice. That's the same thing the Celtics been since January. They have the defensive player of the year on their team, so I'm looking forward to game one. You make a great point. These are two of the best defensive teams and players that you will see in basketball. But we also have two great scorers. We talked about Jimmy Butler and Jason Tatum in the Celtics green has also established himself as not just one of the best players in the league, but a key playoff performer. Can he keep it rolling against this Heat defense? Absolutely, because he's become an unstoppable force. And like... So, uh, this year, all NBA, um, amongst the MVP voting conversation, and look at who he shot down in this year's playoffs. KD and Giannis. This isn't the Celtics' first time making it to the conference finals. 
Jason Tatum has led this team to a couple conference finals with different guards, whether Kyrie was in or out. What about Kimba Walker, Dennis Schroeder? But yet the constants have been him and Jalen Brown. Are you old enough to remember when people say that they should break them up? Are, are you old enough to remember yes, that? Yes, I do remember that. Okay, that, that was foolish. And how about Grant Williams? Let him in scoring for the first time all season. For the first time all season. He's in terrific defensively. Stocky, stout, body and Giannis, sacrificing his body. And look at the vet Al Horford. Look at the vet Al Horford. I'm pretty sure that's an NFT for the beginning of time. <laughs> for the OG, dunking on Giannis the way he did, playing defense, being a contributor. Brad Stevens did a terrific job of bringing him back to the squad, and he's paid dividends. Absolutely. And there's a key to this series that people don't talk about too much. That is the health of Robert Williams. The Time Lord has been on time when they needed him, but he didn't really get the opportunity to play in Game 7. We don't know if he'll be playing this evening. What big of a difference does he make when he's available for them? I'm glad we showed the play that we showed from Time Lord. We showed him block a jumper. Mm. So what does that mean? That means that he's agile enough to be guarding at the three-point line, yet he's been so very, he's been one of the, if not the best rim protectors in the league as well. Gives them their height, their youth, a rim runner, a lob threat, six more fouls, Another player in the rotation, a taller player in the rotation. Don't be surprised if Peyton Pritchard start getting White's minutes because he played well. And here's the thing I want you to take away from the defensive prowess of the Boston Celtics. They didn't need their best offensive weapons to blow up in the previous game. Tatum and Brown have 42 points. 42. Grant Williams and Peyton Pritchard have 41. So you're right. They are doing it defensively. They certainly are. Now, one of the things I love about this part of the playoffs is all the stars you see in the front row. And one of the keys for the Miami Heat is they've got a secret <laughs> weapon. DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled is going to be front and center, just like Drake the was for the Raptors. Look at them right here, this move right here. I got to give, give Coach Spo a little love right there, DJ Khaled. You see the security guard trying to wait? Look at the security guard come over right there. He's like, dog, like, you, can't, you can't be touching the merchandise like that. Now it's time to turn our attention to the Western Conference, and Steph Curry had an interesting reaction to a question about him being a two-way player. Let's watch that. Being the two-way player that you are, you know, on both ends, but when you, when you, when you looking at that? film, when you looking at film. Hey, Raven, you got to good, good, good job. Thanks for, you worded that, that's not exactly what I emailed you, but close. <laughs> Yes, keep going. <laughs> it is all smiles now for Steph Curry. However, that's going to change when he's looking at Luka with the ball. Because one of the things that Luka likes to do is hunt players, get the right switches. You, you're not going to start with Steph Curry on Luka, but you might end with Steph Curry on Luka. Jordan Poole on Luka. Draymond on Luka. Wiggins on Luka. It's going to be so hard to stop him. What can the Warriors do to slow down Luka Doncic? The truth coined him Luka the Don. And as we talked about the defensive prowess of the Heat and the Boston Celtics and how they swarm, Luka has become the most dominant perimeter weapon in the NBA. No cap. When you're posting up everybody from Cameron Payne and Chris Paul to Cameron Johnson 
and DeAndre Ayton, but also sprinkling Mikael Bridges, who was second in the year in defensive player of the year, like you're an unstoppable weapon. Yeah. And it was good to see Spencer Dinwiddie play well. Jalen Brunson has been terrific all season and in these playoffs. But their defense, Bullock, Finney Smith, being physical with CP3, making him virtually irrelevant. Can they do that to an older point guard also in this series in Steph Curry? Because if you remember the previous series against Memphis, they didn't have John Morant. But I do remember Dylan Brooks going over 30. Mm. I do remember Bain scoring the ball. I remember Tyus Jones having a 20-10 game. So that means on the perimeter, the Mavs are going to have opportunities. Jason Kidd, their head coach, is going to put the ball in the primary ball handler's hands for them to make plays, to make the Splash Brothers work, to make Jordan Poole work. The difference in this series, Draymond Green. He's going to be a difference because when you play against the Warriors and you don't have bigs that score on the paint or post up Draymond, oh, now he about to be a menace defensively, mm -hmm. grabbing boards, getting them in the sets. He's not going to have as many fouls. He's not going to be as frustrated. Like, the impact that he had in the previous game, he's going to continue to have in this series. That's a really good point, Mr. Rose. Now, tonight is a huge game between the Heat and the Celtics, but there's also something else that's very important and impactful in the league, and that is the NBA Draft Lottery. I can't believe I'm doing this, but during the playoffs, the actual playoffs, we're going to talk about the Pistons. Jalen Rose. 8 p.m. tonight. <laughs> the Pistons have a 14% chance of winning the lottery. Let's what go. can happen for your team this evening? So here's the thing. Kay Cunningham has proven that he's going to be a star. Mm -hmm. I like that we brought Mar Marvin Bagley in, a depressed asset in Sacramento who was a lottery pick that now is going to be a rotation player. You saw Bay have a 50-point game this year for my Detroit basketball. So, like last year, if we're able to catapult ourselves to get the number one pick, Jacoby, you're going to come to Detroit for the playoffs this year. That's all I'm saying. You're going to come to Detroit for the playoffs this season. We're going to watch them on TV from Detroit <laughs> at the crib? Is that what you're talking about? Did you, did you, you just said if they're going to be in a pick, they're going to make the game. actual playoffs? The actual playoffs. Well, one Absolutely. of the things that I do like about we, this draft class for your Pistons, even if they don't get number one, there are some impactful bigs. Obviously, Chet. And then there's Paolo and Jabari Smith. If they end up in the top three, I think either one of those three would be a good addition to the Pistons roster. But one thing the Pistons have not been is good or lucky. Jalen Rose joining us in mere seconds. It is your favorite rapper's favorite rapper, Millie's, represents Boston. He's going to get you ready for the big Celtics game this evening. Stay tuned. You're watching Jalen and Jacoby. Thank you for watching Jalen and Jacoby on television. Don't forget, we also need you to follow and subscribe to the podcast where we always have exclusive content for our podcast listeners. Coming to you live from the Seaport and brought to you by Chase, welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Huge game for the Celtics tonight, so of course we had to have Boston's own. Your favorite Boss! rapper's favorite rapper, Millie's, is in the building. Thank you for taking the time. Yes, sir. No, it's an honor. It's a privilege. I watch the show all the time. Thank you for saying that. And now, before we talk about game one tonight, you were courtside, feet on the wood for game seven in the garden. What did it feel like to be in that atmosphere? Man, it was raucous. It was playoff intensity. 
you know, I bleed green for real. So I had all red, but I got a Celtics piece. So everywhere I go, you know, the Celtics come <laughs> with me, man. And, uh, it, was, it was incredible. It was everything I could have wished for. And I was really hoping for the blowout. So as as the game progressed, I'm like, I got loose in there. It, it, was, it was lit. It was super lit. A lot of legends in the building. Everything I expected. You're ride or die for your Celtics, as you mentioned. And in 2019, you were there with our guy, top five DOA, who's on this show every day, Jada Kiss. And Rodney Hood ran into you, ran into him. Yeah. And he spilled his <laughs> beverage on you. What was that like? And what was he drinking? You know, Jada was actually drinking red wine. Everybody was saying, don't, don't have a beer on the <laughs> sideline. It was even worse. He had red wine, so <laughs> that was red wine everywhere. But luckily, <laughs> luckily we were wearing black. We had a club appearance that night. We went smelling like wine, you know, but it, it was good. And, and, and Jada was actually mad for like a split second, and I was mad. But then Jada said, oh, nah, this is viral. We're, we're all over TV right now. My phone's blowing up, and I... I learned, I learned a little bit, so it was a great moment. <laughs> so now let's talk about game one tonight, Celtics against the Heat. What do the Celtics need to do to get to the finals? I, you know, I honestly believe in, in, in our young core so much, and I believe that Jason Tatum got the power to dominate the NBA when he wants to turn that switch on. And uh, so it's really going to be him being aggressive on offense and Jalen Brown, between him and Jalen Brown, just being aggressive, going to the rack too. We got to open it up from behind the line, but, you know, going, going to the rack and applying pressure and just establishing our offense early. And of course, you know, um, our, our staple is being a, a defensive team. So just lock down defense and just be aggressive on offense, you know, establish a couple role players too in the mix. And, and I think I think we got him in six. Huge fan of the team. Keep your feet on the wood and your ear to the street. What did you think when people were foolishly saying that the Celtics should break up Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown? You know, sports is very reactionary. So it's like even you could see it in the playoffs. If a team loses a game, oh, it's over. Blow it up. You know, so of course that happened. Um, <laughs> this season. I, I just wanted to give them, you know, I, I believe in our young core, like I said, so I just wanted to see it play out. And I'm glad uh, Ime got everything together. And he really, uh, you know, he really stepped up as the coach that, that people thought he would be. And Brad made some incredible moves, like bringing Al back. Was so, even when he brought yeah. Al, I was like, all right, that's great veteran leadership. I didn't know Al was going to be like the ghost of Kevin Garnett. Like, so, mm -hmm. yeah. Right. I've been a fan of yours for a long time. Both Jalen and I love the bars that you constantly come with. But recently, you've been getting co-signed by some big names. Most recently, Snoop Dogg posted one of your freestyles. What did it feel like when you saw that? Uncle Snoop. Man, I could have cried. It, it was incredible. And like... You know he's so viral himself, and just like his pay, it it went it went ballistic. Um, 
And it was just, it's, it's just an honor to know that somebody who's such an icon in hip hop appreciates what I do. And even after that, like, he's just like a mentor. Like he followed up with me. I went to his compound in LA. I sat down with him. He gave me game. He told me stories. Like any questions I had, it was it was it was incredible experience, you know. So that's somebody that I'm very grateful to have in, in my corner for sure. That's love. And as I look at the pictures, and we appreciate you joining the show, it makes me proud that we've been doing this show for ten years, and all of them have been on the show. So I have to yeah. ask you, what is it like? Working with Jada Kiss, you know, Styles P, Chic Looch, those D Block, that's those are my brothers, my family. So no, what is it like been working guys. with them for so we very long? High level rap, both of y'all, but you know what I mean? I, I knew that about you very early. Like, yeah, we love high level rap, HLR, what we call it. But no, I mean, I feel like there's no other tree in hip hop I would like to be connected to more than uh more than D Block. Um, it's just one of the most respected brands you know, and hip hop. And it's really for the people at the end of the day, like Jadakiss is the king of the, of the people, you know? He, he moves around mm -hmm. and uh, the respect is just on a different level. So I think that really helped. He knew I had the talent and just that cosign meant so much because it kind of gave a lot of people a chance to just look at what I do. Like, all right, Kiss is co-signing. Let me see what he got. And, and I feel I delivered, you know? Well, two things I know that you two have in common. One, you both love power, okay? And two, you both really care about your clothing. <laughs> so it, it seems like every time I see you, you got something new on, some new designer. Like, like how do you spend so much time and effort just on your gear? <laughs> he corrupted me. He corrupted me. I moved to New York when I was. <laughs> I moved to New York when I was dead, bro. Yeah, East corrupted me too. Being around uh, my guy Seth Free, East, uh, Jada, they they could they really corrupted me with the fashion, man. Because I moved to New York when I didn't have a dime, and then as a, a couple dollars started coming in, I realized like, oh, my friends get they get splashy for everything, and then it just became this thing. I gotta get splashy for every event. And now I'm completely corrupted, like, so, you know, but I, I would, it's not the best investment, but kind of for my career, it's a good investment because people like to see the fashion, you know, they, 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 they acknowledge that as part of my brand, but yeah, it's, it's a lot of work sometimes. You got to shop a lot, you know, a lot of money goes out. And Dave East family as well, HLR bars, Blanco five, Coming out soon. What can your yeah. fans expect from this project? And, and, and tell us what ice you rocking too. Oh man, well, you know, I, I, I got the I got the sped piece because I, I was a special education student all my life, which was like this was kind of like a derogatory mm. word at one time. So I'm I take this and I go back mm -hmm. to the school, Boston Public Love Schools, that. and I speak to the youth. And I let them know, like, you can be successful just because they put you in these smaller classrooms and, and they, they treat you like you're not a normal student. You can be successful, believe it. So that's what this is about. This is Blanco. That's what they call me in my neighborhood. You know, I still got the Celtic green, though. Got to do that. And then uh, this, this is the big 617 Celtics piece right here. Man, best of luck to your Celtics tonight. Blanco 5 drops May Blanco 27th. Five. You're welcome to come yes, back sir. anytime. Dang. Appreciate you for taking the time. For sure. Love. Appreciate it. We'll Love. be back right after this. Appreciate with more. you. 
on Jalen and Jacoby. Look at all the action tonight. Starting at 7 p.m., Jalen Rose and the Countdown crew. That's on ESPN. And then at 8 p.m., impactful draft lottery. Maybe your favorite team isn't in the playoffs, but they can win something in the lottery. And then at 8.30 is the game. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Anthony Rose, every single day on this program, we recognize another day that Brittany Griner is still detained in Russia. Incredibly way too long, Jacoby. 89 days she's been detained, and we here at Jalen and Jacoby just wish her a speedy, safe return to the United States. Absolutely. We will always highlight that as long as this injustice continues. Jalen Rose, the Suns did not look good in Game 7. And as I said yesterday, if they went to overtime and it was a buzzer beater and they lost, I think they could look in the mirror and say, maybe we run this back. But... On the back of that blowout loss in Game 7, do you think they will give DeAndre Ayton the max, and do you think they should? They should have already given it to him, and I'm pretty sure it's going to cost them more now that they didn't. He's established himself as a performer that helped lead them to the NBA Finals, a young guy that's going to shoot over 50%, has a nice touch, um, obviously can rebound the basketball, a terrific athlete. The sky's the limit for him potentially. So absolutely, you take care of him, you find a way to get him a max deal. And I, now Phoenix has been a team that doesn't want to go into the luxury tax. And so you look at them paying Devin Booker. Last year they paid CP3. That to me was their major issue. Are they willing to actually spend to keep the team together? Well, one of the things I always ask is, if not DeAndre Ayton, then who? Who is going to upgrade you at that position? So I think they should give him the max. I want to thank Millie's for coming through. We'll be back tomorrow, ESPN2 at 4 p.m. Thank you. Thank you. You are far too kind.